Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hey, we're back on Authentico. ¿Cómo están? Soy Gabriela Ramirez Arellano coming to you live well not live when you hear it but we're live here now we're live now i'm here with junior lara ¿Cómo estás? super bien heavy como decimos dominicano oh is heavy good or bad heavy is good oh okay yo dije estoy cansado lleno de comida heavy is good and i'm not talking about weight oh okay okay con tanto uh slang Es slang. También la palabra fat no siempre es que estoy gorda. No, no. Me cae es PHAT. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Anyway, estamos aquí nuevamente con ustedes emocionados de traerles otro, otro tema. Y este, vamos a platicar hoy de cómo servir. Cómo servir a la comunidad. Y eso quiere decir muchas cosas diferentes. So, how to serve selfishly. Yeah, eso es lo que estamos hablando cuando... And this is actually hit record. It's like there's so many different ways to serve, and and you know I I even asked her. I was like, okay, so wait, 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 just so that I understand. So would someone to have less time on their hands, um, would it be more convenient for them to do less of the work and more of like joining the board? And I thought your answer was perfect. Can you share with us what you told me? Yeah. So I mean, I think that cuando están pensando en ayudar a la comunidad, de servir a la comunidad. Realmente, I would say start with following your heart. If you're passionate about helping kids learn to read, then teach a kid to read. If you like to garden and you want to make the community better, then help plant trees or help plant plants um, or donate to some of those causes. But when you really are ready to have a seat at the table, in my opinion, that's when you want to serve on the board. And that's when you're actually making changes. So in my case, like, um, I would like to see more Latino students at the university level. So when I was asked to join the university board, I said yes, because I can make that impact at that level. Mm-hmm. I could still mentor college students and I could still spend time helping them with their resumes, but that's the kids that already got to college. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, specifically on this board, my goal was how do I help the university be more intentional about recruitment with Latinos, supporting them when they get there, mm-hmm. and then financial aid. Right. And so that's why I decided to join the university board. Mm-hmm. But if that's not what you're passionate about, right, if you just want to do it, you know, drop in every three months, every six months, there are so many things that you could do literally to serve the community every single day. And I really wanted the title to be How to Serve Selfishly or Selfishly Serve. And like Junior even asked me about that. Like, what do you mean, like, be selfish? I'm like, well, in a way, yes, because you get so much out of helping and serving others that you may not realize it. But at the end of the day, there are so many benefits to being a servant leader. Yeah, something that you said um, when we were talking before we actually hit record was, but uh, so like my hang up was like wait a minute like what if I don't have any time? And you said you know if you're passionate about it, if you just want to do one hour a month, 
and that's enough. Like you're having an impact by doing that. And it's so funny because it's so simple. Like, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I hadn't thought about it. Like whenever I think of serving, I'm thinking an entire afternoon uh, of me actually doing the work. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I mean, if you can do it, great. But to your point, you know, if you can do it one hour a month where you're you're either serving on a board um, with a strategy portion or actually doing the one-on-one work or like the hands-on work, I mean, you're still having an impact. Right. You know, and, you know, for me, for example, I, I, I had a moment of me comparing myself to like you, for example, like, you know, you're involved in so many strategic things that help our community move forward, that help our Latino voice be heard, that really um, help us help make sure that we are, are, have a seat at the table, you know, that I'm like, well, if I can't do five, five hours, then I'm not doing enough, you know, but again, to your point, one hour is more than enough because you're having an impact. Yeah, no, I mean, eso creo que también muchas, bueno, primeramente creo que el servir a la comunidad no es algo muy común en la, en la comunidad hispana. Pero sí. para mí es muy importante porque no hay, cuando yo crecí no había personas que hablaban, que se veían, que actuaban como yo. Entonces nunca tenía nadie a quien admirar. Sí. Además, hay mucha ayuda que se necesita y ahora que estoy en la posición de poder hablar español, inglés, poder eh, eh, ayudar a alguien con alguna tarea, a leer, eso para mí es hasta más importante a veces que dar una donación de dinero. Sí. Um, igual, ahora estoy en la posición que sí puedo donar. So, tengo organizaciones a las que sí dono, pero igual, y no consciente de que yo no voy a poder hacer ese trabajo y ellos lo pueden hacer por mí. I mean, uh, el fin de semana pasado caminé 50 kilómetros. Fue un modo de servir a la comunidad porque es una caminata para recaudar fondos para multiple sclerosis. So, obvio, yo no soy bióloga, chemist o nada. So, yo no puedo desarrollar algún medicamento para esa enfermedad. Sí. Uh, solo yo siento que lo menos que puedo hacer ahorita que tengo la habilidad todavía de caminar porque mucha gente llega al punto con esa enfermedad que no lo tiene, es caminar 50 kilómetros. Que mi esposo me decía, you're crazy, why are you doing it? Hace mucho calor, este, te quebraste el dedo, ¿cómo vas a caminar? La, 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 estás mala. Pero para mí era, si no lo intento, no, no, me voy, a, no voy a poder ser yo. So, tengo que por lo menos tratar de intentar, y aunque en medio de caminata hubiera fallado y me tuvieran que llevar en el stretcher, en la van o lo que sea, oh yo, lo había, yo lo hice, ¿no? So, pero mi punto de, del, 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 del título del programa, cómo servir egoístamente, es porque aparte de ayudar a la comunidad, que creo que yo es lo más importante y que a mí me ha ayudado muchísimo, es que al ayudar a la comunidad como voluntaria, yo he aprendido tantas cosas. Right, so, uh, no sé si ustedes saben, pero yo estaba casada anteriormente y no trabajaba. So, por 20 años, yo era um, stay-at-home mom. ¿Cómo se dice? Ama de casa. Ama de casa. Oye, por fin me sabe, me supe una, una palabra en español. <laughs> era domestic goddess, ama de casa, ¿no? Domestic goddess. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Pero entonces no tenía mucha oportunidad de, de desarrollar mis habilidades empresariales o quizás de profesión, profesionales. 
pero siendo voluntaria me ayudó mucho porque yo organizaba 20 voluntarios o 100 voluntarios. Entonces aprendí cómo planificar un evento, cómo recaudar fondos, uh -huh. cómo dar presentaciones. So, por eso digo que para mí es, es egoísta el ayudar a la comunidad a veces porque yo aprendo tanto, no solo del proceso donde yo doy mi tiempo, sino de las personas a las que he podido ayudar. Sí. Oye, y también, you know, kind of like flip it around too, a veces si tú tienes, por ejemplo, you know, 20, 30 años en, en, en your, your field of expertise, you know, and you retire, you can actually go back and help a cause that you can speak to. I mean, just think of how much someone who has the knowledge, experience, and understands the how-to can have an impact on a, on a local organization, nonprofit, for example, that wants to Um, grow and have an impact on the community. Eso también ayuda bastante. Sí. So, por ejemplo, cuando mis hijas estaban chiquitas, I was a Girl Scout leader. So, era mi oportunidad de ayudar a las niñas, de, de las amigas de ellas, pero también ser parte de su vida, siendo la líder de su tropa. Right? So, I got to be there with them, with their friends, uh -huh. going on the field trips, learning new things, and that was my way of giving back at that time. Uh -huh. Um, when I was in college, um, you know, todavía no estaba así como en modo de niños, pero yo sabía que quería ayudar a la, a la juventud porque yo no tenía eso creciendo. So I was a big sister in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. Didn't so, know that. Yeah, so era como, como, era como si yo lo hubiera adoptado. Entonces una vez al mes salíamos a algún lado, la llevaba al cine a que aprendiera algo, a sacarla del mundo de ella para que saliera y viera otras cosas en el mundo, ¿no? Entonces, como estaba en la universidad, siempre la llevaba conmigo a la escuela o a diferentes talleres. Obvio, a veces hacíamos cosas divertidas para ella, pero que yo quería que ella viera otro tipo de vida. Sí. Right, so, I mean, this is why, I mean, si yo, en, en abril, día 30, creo, hay, es Earth Day, normalmente hay oportunidades en todas las ciudades que para plantar arbolitos y flores y mejorar o limpiar ciertas comunidades. So, esa es una oportunidad solo de una vez al año. Right? So, si sí. estás limitado, uh -huh. yo sé que todos están muy ocupados. I know that. But when you pick the right organization to volunteer for, one, you're going to make the time because it's going to be a priority. But there are so many different options. You, like I said, you can volunteer one hour just to plant some trees if that's what you like. You could feed babies or rock babies at the hospital if that's something that you're interested in. Um, uh, my daughter, I know, she wanted to go into medical school, so she volunteered at the hospital as a candy striper. I think that's what they used to call them a long time ago. A candy scraper? Striper. Striper? What is yeah. that? Um, so I, It was just like someone that went room to room just to check on patients and kind of like bring good joy. Oh, wow. Um, like not doing anything to do with medicine, but she wanted to be in the hospital, right? So she did that when she was in high school. Um, I mean, the kids have volunteered before because they were good public speakers. And who else to teach a middle school or an elementary school how to do those things than a high school student? Right. So, so they were able to come in there. and do a class on time management or maybe show like how science works and they did some experiment and, you know, the volcanoes blew up or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's so many opportunities to volunteer. Ahora sé que hasta hay oportunidades de viajar y ser voluntario. So puedes planear una, unas vacaciones con la familia a otro país o a, a otras ciudades aquí en Estados Unidos 
y estando ahí vas a ir a hacer algo de voluntario. So cuando nosotros fuimos a, no fue plan, it wasn't planned, it was just like a spur of the moment thing, pero la última vez que fuimos a, a, a Puerto Vallarta con mis amistades, fuimos y rentamos una casa, pero estando allí, uh, esa casa eh, patrocinaba un orferinato, un orphanage. Wow, mira eso. So, uh, fuimos a visitar a los niños de que ellos patrocinaban y ya estando allí, obvio, nos encariñamos con ellos y todos éramos como un grupo de 30 personas. Este, nos, pues, nos fuimos a Casco a comprar pañales y wipes y comida o cosas que creíamos que iban a necesitar y luego se los llevamos, right? So, no fue algo así que fue de muchas horas, pero fue un modo, una oportunidad para nosotros de poder apoyar. Obvio, a nosotros nos encantó porque estamos apoyando a México. Um, entonces, se puede hacer casi de todo, entonces. De todo, de todo. A I mí, mean, antes todo. de que había tanta regulación de viajar, cada vez que íbamos a México, llevábamos dos, tres belices de puros libros en español. Mm. Um, para un orfanato al que íbamos siempre cuando íbamos de vacaciones. Cuando las niñas estaban chiquitas, they were like five and three or five and seven. Sí. Um, but, I mean, I just feel that there's so many different ways to serve. And I'm just talking about how you can serve. We haven't even started to talk about like the things that you get out of serving, right? So you get huge networking opportunities. Yes, especially if you're joining a board, for example. I mean, a lot of, a lot of um, um, executives are usually part of these boards, you know, um, hopefully because they're passionate about the mission of that board. I mean, to your point, that's a great networking opportunity. Yeah. You know, if you if there's a company or someone that you want to reach out to, chances are there may be someone who already works there who volunteers in that organization. Yeah. So actually, if I can make a pitch, uh, we are looking for uh, board members for United Way's Multicultural Society. Uh, the commitment is more monetary than time or, you know, expertise. But uh, the networking at those events is huge because a lot of people in St. Louis, a lot of professionals in St. Louis are a part of it. And uh, United Way has several societies. So they have a women's society, a men's society, the multicultural society, and then the African-American society. Granted, they all do. we all do our own individual work, but we also have events where we all come together mm -hmm. to work on different things. And United Way in St. Louis is the the largest as far as fundraising in the country. Yeah, a lot of corporate organizations in St. Louis, like Enterprise, and I think also Nestle, are corporate sponsors of the United Way. Right. So this is an opportunity for you as an individual mm -hmm. to make a monetary donation and be a part of one of the societies. And then in the societies, we try to help the people that actually ask for money. So my job in the Multicultural Society is calling new donors and saying, hey, thank you for joining us. Thank you for donating. Here's some events that are coming up. And then also recruiting individually people to donate. So question for you then, because I mean, obviously um, you are heavily involved in supporting a lot of the local organizations. That's just here in St. Louis, but I think that you still have ties to some of them back home for you in Detroit, right? Yeah. Okay. So why is it that there is such a low number of 
from my perception, Latinos who serve in organizations because, like, I mean, I'm just going to put myself on, on the hot seat here. So my family and I, we moved to the U.S. when I was 10 years old. At 10 years old, we moved in, um, here to, in, in the summer of 94. So school was out. We had nothing but the clothes on our backs. And it was because of local organizations that we were able to um, learn about the school lunches and breakfasts for free. You know, so we were able to go to school before we, were, before we were even enrolled in school to go get breakfast and lunch. Because of local organizations, my mom was able to take English classes. Uh, because of local organizations, uh, while my mom was taking English classes, um, we were being taken care of. Like We had programs that we would go to. Like latchkey or something. Um, say again? Like a latchkey program. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And because of local organizations... Uh, I was able to stay in after-school programs and, and learn to, to master English. So why is it that someone like me, for example, who benefited so much from, and I have an idea why maybe I, have, I, I haven't been doing it, but I'm going to change that. But in general, like what, what's your thought, like your perception of why people like me are, don't volunteer as much? I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely know that I do not see a lot of Latinos, a lot of us volunteer um, my personal passion and commitment is because I, especially because of that, because I never saw anybody that looked like me and I want to make sure that someone else has that representation that they mm -hmm. can look up to, that they could see that there's a way out. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if, if it's time commitment. Is it just like a cultural thing that we're just not used to helping others? Or maybe we think we there's nothing we can bring to the table. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I know that at least in my house, I'm the odd one out. The one that's always like, ooh, uh, the terremoto in Mexico. We got to send money for uh, medicine, medical supplies. Or, so it's also oh, not common in your household, even though you had the same close to yeah. same, similar experiences. Right. So I would say that out of my four siblings, maybe one one other person volunteers mm -hmm. um, and is passionate about doing it. I mean, I've dragged them at Christmas when we used to come home. Or at Thanksgiving, and we would go like to a nursing home and sing or serve meals. But that was because I was dragging them there, not necessarily because that was something that they thought, you know, to do on their own. So I don't have a good answer for you. But yeah. I mean, I wonder, like I said, is it a lot of times just the thought that we don't have anything to offer? Yeah. Well, so I know that I said that I, ha I think I have an idea why I haven't been doing it. So the intent is there. Like um, for the last... Um, Maybe four years or so, I've told my wife and daughter every year that I want us to volunteer at a kitchen for Thanksgiving. And I even go as far as pulling up the different kitchens. There's a ton of them in, in St. Louis. And um, my my hold up the last um, two years out of that was that my, my daughter, Juliana, was under 16. So I'm saying, okay, I'm just going to wait till you're 16. But now she's getting ready to turn 18. So that was almost two years ago, right? And why the age limit? Because my kids were serving when they were like four. I don't know. I don't know. But a lot, a lot of the ones I looked at said that the kids could, could not be younger than 16 years old. Hmm. So maybe there are some out there that will take them younger, but at least the ones I looked at. So I think kind of dissecting this and, and really thinking about it during the last 20 minutes that we've been talking you know, why am I not doing it? Why, why am I not doing it? I think a lot of that has to do with survival. You know, as an immigrant, I felt that I needed to survive. 
Like, I have nothing to give if I'm trying to survive. And that's not true. I mean, I haven't been surviving the last several years. I was going to say, I feel like that's a mentality that Absolutely. we have to change. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, Because I do think that we are, like, in survival mode. Mm-hmm. And we don't, unless we consciously think about it, we don't realize we're not in that mode anymore. Right. I mean... Which is kind of sorry because I feel like we're missing out a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, everybody has to come into it on their own. Yeah. I just came into it right now. <laughs> well, good. One person converted. Who yeah. Else is yeah. With us? So, my commitment, uh, this is going to be recorded forever and ever and ever. My commitment is to um, really make sure that I do volunteer. Um, so, my, my first one is going to be hopefully next Thursday. This is going to be me, me taking part in and giving more to the community. So I'm going to be serving a local organization. Can I say the name? Sure. Okay, Balsa Foundation. I'm going to be serving there, our local entrepreneurs. I'm going to be facilitating a meeting there. But also, um, this coming Thanksgiving, I'm going to take the next step and do the kitchen. That's amazing. For sure. Yay. I'm committed to it now. All right, awesome. And I know we're running short on time, but antes de que nos vayamos, quiero hablar realmente de servir en las mesas directivas because that's the next step. Mm-hmm. And that's really where we can make a difference as bilingual or not bilingual Latinos. Um, there is a strong need right now across the country for Latino representation on so many boards. And I get calls, the chamber gets calls and emails all the time saying, we need a finance person. Uh, We want them to be Latino. Or we just need a Latino person to give us a different perspective. Um, So if you're at all interested in serving on a board, I would say get in touch with the Hispanic Chamber, get in touch with me personally if you want, and start thinking about what you're passionate about. You know, what are the type of organizations that you want to put your name on? Because that's also really important. What are the um, the things that you can bring to the table? Uh, because there is a big need right now. And at the end of the day, the other part is think of the world that we're changing by being at the table when the decisions are made. Yes. Right. So I'm going to take it down a notch a little bit. So when you think about like all the bad commercials that have ever happened where you're like, oh, my gosh, where was the Latino at that table? In essence, that's the role that we need to step up to. That's a great analogy. Where is the Latino at the table when there are no when they say that they're recruiting but they can't find any candidates or that they can't find any students or you know whatever it is. There are so many needs right now uh, all over the country that I think that it's important that if you're at all thinking about it, talk to someone that served on one before, start looking to see what kind of organizations you would like to serve on and like i said reach out to the chamber or other local organizations because we get those requests all the time they really are looking for more diversity on the boards and it doesn't have to be like a high level board it could be something really small Um, but there is a big need and if you have at all any time to give of your passion and talents i think it would be very worthwhile very well said, Gabby. Thank well, you so much for leading this discussion today. Sure. I mean, I love serving, so let me know if anybody has any questions. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening in, and hopefully this was of some benefit. If you would like some some guidance on some local organizations 
that uh, that you may or may not know about or you're just curious about uh, where you can serve, reach out to us. And then uh, between Gabby and I, we, we, we can send you some resources. But also under the show notes, I am going to link some organizations. I know you mentioned the United Way, so I'm going to be sure to add them on there as well. But even if the United Way is not a good fit for you, reach out to us and we can get you in touch with someone or local organization who might be. Sí, definitivamente. Y quizás en, en noviembre organizamos algo para forzar al Junior a que, a que vaya a hacer lo de la comida que comentó. No, ya lo voy a hacer. Va a ser que sí. Right. Pero organizamos algo para invitar a la gente. Está bien, cuídense. Right. Adiós. Thank you.